the college experience cure bowl featuring the Liberty flames and coastal Carolina Chanticleers on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by my my bookie six days of giveaways is upon us from the 21st to the 26th. My bookie's hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas. That's better than Vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience cure bowl preview. Yes, between the uh, Coastal Carolina Chanticleers and the Liberty Flames. Uh, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. And first off, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to every single college experience listener out there. I hope you, your families, your fucking your 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 buddies at work, everyone. I hope they're all safe. Hope they're having a great time. But this has been a crazy fucking year. So, you know, I feel like I gotta go off John Lennon and say, "I love you, guy. I love you, man." <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, I am really grateful, and I hope uh, I hope everyone's doing good and enjoying some cocktails, some fun, some shitty bowl games. Um, and some college basketball action and some NFL, right? Um, look, this is two of the, two of the better teams this year in college football. They should be playing for a playoff. I can mention this a million ways that system fucked them. The system doesn't make any sense. System is prehistoric and it's amazing that it exists in 2020. Um, and it's been a year dedicated to change in several, several avenues. Um, so I'm still demanding that we get some real change on this horrible system that really doesn't give coastal Carolina or Liberty a chance to, to compete uh, for a championship, which is just an utter crock of shit. There's no other way to cut it. Um, I, I could, I could go on for hours, but yeah, if you listen to me before, then you know that I could because, um, but this is like supposed to be a little one-off episode, 20 minutes. I don't want to sit here and just 
shit on it, you know, talk shit about it, but it's, it's hard for me to get motivated guys. This is a game that we should have saw in the regular season. It got canceled. And then uh, coastal Carolina quickly scheduled BYU and it worked out. It was the best game of the season. And we were deprived of seeing Liberty coastal Carolina, but now we get to see it here, which, you know, all right. It's probably the, 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 the most interesting bowl matchup we have, including that invitational, but I would have rather seen each one against the big boys, but they don't want to do that to us. They don't want us to see them be wrong. They want to keep the money funneling through that. It's just everything that is wrong with this, with this horrible setup. Now, having said that, I think this is going to be a fun game. I really do. I think it's the one, I mean, I'll be honest guys. I'm breaking off these previews for you guys. The optimism's not there. I'm watching these games and I'm fucking bored. I mean, Houston had 20 players out, man. <laughs> Georgia Southern had a ton out. La tech had a ton out. It's like, okay, you know how you make these games valuable. You make a playoff. If you make a playoff, you're not going to, I, I highly doubt you're going to see all these opt-outs highly doubt that because look, I understand they're not paid athletes and that hopefully potentially that changes um, with the likeness thing. But I can tell you this, if you're playing for one of these football teams, there's a brotherhood there. And I also think in your town, if there's a large playoff and coastal Carolina gets in, you'll be a legend in Conway, South Carolina forever. If you play that game. All right. There's some things that are worth more than money. Yes. I understand it's a fucked up system, but uh, to me, if you, if you love what you do and I, and I can speak on this and I'll dive into the rat, the, the game here. I hate that. I'm giving you this PSA, but I mean, I'm a guy that, that, that that's a stand-up comedian. And trust me, you have to love what you do to get in this line of work because uh, there's, there's, uh, you know, you're, you're going to need to love what you do. So there is no value on that to me. There is no value on it. I mean, look at it. We're in the middle of COVID right now. I would honor, I would be honored to go perform in front of two people right now. I'm in LA. It's on, it's all shut down. So uh, I'd love to see. Uh, and I really believe that they would play because if they love the game, like I love the game, yeah, you want to get paid and hopefully there's some likeness and I think they should get paid. But, um, I, I still think there would be no, barely any opt outs if there was a large playoff. So I haven't been really excited about the bowl season. I've been throwing them on the TV, but I find the games boring. Um, this is the one that I actually think could be exciting. Um, you break down both these teams, Hugh freeze. I was surprised Auburn passed on them. South Carolina passed on them. Uh, some other schools, potentially Southern miss passed on them, but he's doing a heck of a good job. And Malik Willis is a big part of that reason. Malik Willis, Auburn transfer. And, and you want to know why Bo Nix probably, or I'm sorry, Bo Nix, uh, Gus Malzahn, who I actually think is a, like, we haven't dove into that me and Patty C. But I think Auburn messed up. I think Malzahn's a better coach than uh, than Harson. But I will say this: Malik Willis is way better than Bo Nix, like way better, and he really dropped the ball on that one. Uh, Malik Willis, 151 of 236, uh, 2,040 yards, 64 percent completion percentage, almost nine yards of completion, 20 touchdowns, four picks. Guys, this was at one pick. I think he threw three. Or it might have been four in that in that NC State game. 
And that game was like wet. Uh, now I will say those did cost them the game. They were in control of that game. Now they were not winning by a lot, but they were winning the game and, and looking like the better team prior to two of those interceptions in the fourth quarter. Um, but he's also the leading rusher. The guy's 120 rushes, 807 yards, rushing 10 scores. The guy's an animal. I'm telling you, he's one of the best quarterbacks in college football. Um, him, Joshua Mack, which I believe is that, uh, if you follow FCS football at Maine, he was a, the really good running back with the black bears at Maine when they made their run, uh, a couple years ago, Max, a good player, 125 rushes, uh, 692 yards, 5.5 yards, a carry four scores, him, Peyton Pickett, Shedro, uh, uh, Lewis, even uh, Troy Henderson. They got a deep backfield, a lot of talent there receiving the ball. You saw Gandy golden get drafted by the Redskins. They have a, they, they've been doing a really good job with the talent at the skill positions. DJ Stubbs, 33 catches, 455 yards, 13.8 yards, a catch three scores. Kevin Shaw, 22 catches, 415 yards, four scores. Demario Douglas, 27 catches, 312 yards. CJ Yarborough, CJ Daniels, uh, Noah Frith. They have targets. They really have five capable receivers to really spread you out. They got two tight ends. I like and Johnny Huntley and Jerome Jackson combined for 22 catches and about 260 yards, five touchdowns, uh, kicking the ball. They're, uh, 47 of 50 on extra points concerning a little bit there, but, uh, remember that 54 yarder that, uh, Alex Barber hit against Virginia tech to beat him. But, uh, only 10 of 17 on field goal. So consistency has been an issue. They had that kick blocked against NC state. I mean, let's be honest guys. They were better than NC state. Watch that game and tell me NC state's better. Liberty should be undefeated. Coastal is undefeated. Um, these guys deserve a shot. Kicking is an issue though. I mean, look, he's got leg, but he's been inconsistent. He's a Penn state transfer uh, defensively. On the D line, look at no further than Steven Sings. 10 tackles, two and a half sacks. He's a beast. Uh, a kill Washington getting in there, getting a sack. Um, Trishawn Clark, that's the one you want to. I mean, there's two you really want to circle Trishawn Clark and Darrell Johnson. Trishawn Clark, 33 tackles, four and a half sacks. Terrell jo- or Darrell Johnson, not Terrell. Uh, 33 tackles, eight sacks. Also, Ralph's Russins getting in there on the D tackle spot, causing some havoc. It's a good D line. Very good D line and shout out to Henry Chubizzi. I almost forgot about you. Another stud on that D line. Um, in the linebacking core, Anthony Butler and Aaron Pierre getting it done. Butler, 58 tackles second on the team. One sack, two interceptions, four pass deflections guys all over the fucking field. Those two linebackers and Tyron Dupree and Carl pool make up a solid linebacking core. I will say that's one of their weaker units. I think. Uh, in the, in the secondary, which I've been impressed with their secondary, some, uh, Javon Scruggs at the safety spot, 61 tackles leads the team, two pass deflections, a pick two forced fumbles all over the field. Him, Jawan Treadwell, uh, Chris Megason, uh, Marcus Haskins and Cedric stone and Benjamin Alexander and Emmanuel Dabney make up a very good secondary. Also, how can I forget Quentin Reese? Quentin Reese been playing good for them too in that secondary. Uh, and then you look at the Chanticleers. Yeah, I understand they barely beat Troy, but Troy's been a team. Troy's got a losing record, but I think the Sun Belt is actually better than some of the power fives this year. <clears throat> Big 12. Uh, 
and the Big Ten probably, and the Pac-12 probably. The Sun Belt. I, I'm not fucking around. I think the Sun Belt might be the third best conference. You heard it here first. Um, it's deep. It it really is deep, man. I yeah. You could if you go team by team, the Pac-12 or Big Ten might win that matchup when you get to the after like six. But man, the top ones. Look what they did to the Big Twelve. They went three and zero against the Big Twelve. But uh, Grayson McCall doing it, doing it, and doing it well. To quote LL Cool J, it was great. I was walking in Venice a couple weeks ago. I'm out here in LA, and uh, I'm, I'm like crossing. I'm, I think I was going to CVS, and this woman. It's like eight in the morning. No one's out. It's like a Sunday morning, and this this homeless woman like runs out in front of me screaming at some other guy. And she goes, I think she said like, I will marry you, but just remember I fucked LL cool. J (laughs) made me fucking crack up the rest of my day. Really? Like the rest of my week, something to that extent. It was, it was like, I will not marry you, but I did fuck LL cool. J maybe just, I mean, this is a woman that, Look, it looked like she remember Nick Nolte's mugshot. It looked like, like times 10 Nick Nolte's mugshot. Like she'd fucking been in the washing machine for 20 hours and her hair was just going everywhere. But maybe she did fuck LL Cool J. Wouldn't that be great if that story was right? She really did fuck LL Cool J. You know what I mean? Like she had her shit together in life like 10 years ago. She's at some cocktail party and LL Cool J just comes up, you know, like he always does licks his lips and says, what are you doing later, baby? You know? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. Anyway, um, Grayson McCall is a beast. 2,100, uh, almost 2,200 yards, uh, 69% completion percentage, 10 yards of completion, 23 touchdowns, two interceptions. Guys, I don't care if you're playing in division three. I don't care if you're playing in ankle biters. That's amazing. All right. Now, Fred Payton, the backup transfer, you started a game for them this year because McCall was down. He actually uh, transferred, so he's gone. So uh, it will be Jared Guest if, if something happens. But uh, running the back or, or running the ball for the Chanticleer, CJ Marable, been a beast, 162 rushes, 844 yards. I've been really impressed with this kid. Uh, 12 touchdowns as well, and he's also been a threat in the passing game. But uh, him, Reese White, Shamari Jones, oh, decent running back. So love the backfield they got going with uh, with the Chanticleers here. And, and shout out to... Uh, they extended Jamie Chadwell. So kudos to Jamie. I hope he sticks around. I hope he builds it up like Chris Peterson did Boise uh, receiving the ball. Jav- uh, Javion Halai. This guy's a beast. He's got more than double the next amount of catches on anyone on this roster. 52 catches, 820 yards, 10 touchdowns. Him, Cameron Brown, Sam Denmark, and Greg Latushko make up a pretty good receiving core, but don't sleep on the tight end. Isaiah likely guys, a beast, 25 catches, 517 yards, 21 yards, a grab four touchdowns. This is a good team, guys. It's a really fucking good team. Uh, kicking the ball, Massimino Biscardi. Doesn't that sound like a cocktail? It does. I feel like I'd be over in like, I don't know, like I'm in Paris. I know it sounds like a like an Italian, but I could just say like, do you want to try like some some liquor that I haven't had in America? And I'm at my hotel and it's like eating dinner and like the waiter comes over and is like, would you like to try a Massimino Biscardi? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about again, but he's a uh, nine of 10 on field goals, 46 of 50 on extra points. So the extra points have been an issue, but kicking the ball, he's been pretty solid long of 51 too. got a little leg. 
Uh, defensively. Okay. I'll be honest. I, and I, if you go back and listen to college experience episodes, the first game when they played Kansas, I remember telling Patty C I was like, dude, I know it's Kansas, but the, 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 the coastal Carolina defensive line just owned that fucking game. And then I think I saw the next week they did the same. And I was like, and as the season went on and a lot of that is because CJ Brewer, this guy will be in the NFL. He's got 57 tackles, six and a half sacks at the defensive tackle spot. He also has a forced fumble fumble recovery. And he's caught a touchdown this year, by the way, William refrigerator Perry style, but they, but that's not the only guy. Tarrant, uh, Teron Jackson, 49 tackles, eight and a half sacks at the DN spot three forced fumbles and a fumble recovery. I'm telling you those two just make them so elite. Now th- those aren't the only guys Kennedy Roberts at the D tackle spot, Travis Geiger, Jr. Um, Gerard Clark, Gerard Clark's been getting in there too, causing some havoc. I mean, this is a good defensive line guys. I can't emphasize that enough. Been extremely impressed with the coastal Carolina's defensive line. Uh, Shanta Clare's defensive line throughout the season linebacking wise. Look, I mean, come on, you got the mullets here. You got Teddy Gallagher, Silas Kelly, and uh, don't forget about Enoch Makonzo. All of them lead the team in tackles. They're the top three. Kelly's at 72, Gallagher's at 71, Makonzo's at 66. So by the time this game is over, who knows who's the top tackler on this team, but all three of them getting after. Also, I don't want to sleep on Jeffrey Gunter. He's that linebacker that comes off the edge, six and a half sacks, getting after it. Uh, also Kendrick's Gladney jr. And EJ Porter get it in there sometimes as well in the secondary, which I do think is the most vulnerable position on. And it's a good secondary. Don't get me wrong, but I do think it's the most vulnerable position for the Chanticleers. Still a good secondary Alex William at the safety spot, three picks this year, uh, forced fumble, uh, 53 tackles him, Derek Bush at the corner spot. Uh, Braden Matz, the other safety spot and, and to Jordan strong who Jordan strong's got five picks, one pick six guy will be playing on Sundays. Also, Jordan Morris gets in there in some uh, nickel packages, the same, same as uh, Mateo Sudipo, but it's a good defense, man. These teams should be playing big schools. It, yeah, I mean, it's still hopefully a good game, but, uh, um, anyway, we got what, what is Vegas saying? This line is I'm currently seeing this thing. I did the SGP bowl pod a couple of days ago, but the line has jumped since then. I'm seeing it right now at seven and a half points. I'm even seeing an eight out there. Uh, you got to take Liberty guys. I think Liberty's a live dog. I mean, I think this is going to be a game. I really do, but you got to take the points no matter what. But I also think they're a live dog. Postal has been partying. You know what I mean? Liberty has been sitting there uh, battling COVID and stuff for like a month. Not even, in, not even ranked. If there was an edge, I think it's on Liberty's side, but uh coastal could still get that win and win a national championship in my eyes. Actually both might win a national championship in my eyes, but um, I think the play is to take Liberty, take the flames, flame on flame on uh, guys. This is the college experience. I will say this. What's the key to victory on each team or for each team? Um, Coastal Carolina containing Malik Willis, make him beat you with his arm. He still can do that, but uh, that's what NC state did. And that's how they ended up winning that game. Uh, I think that, and I would also try to exploit, exploit their linebackers. You got an elite tight end at coastal in, uh, in likely 
So uh, perhaps you can find some room there to exploit them. Um, and then uh, for Liberty, I would say, uh, you know, can you, the, the, the Coastal Carolina receiving core has been solid, but I do think they could be shut down some. So can you make the run game of McCall and Marable beat you? Which they certainly can, but I would try to my best to do that. And then uh, I would say, you know, you want to get them in a in kind of an ugly game. Now you have a kicking edge at, uh, at Liberty, I believe. So uh, perhaps that could work out in your favor. But uh, I, I would definitely say limiting that offense, the big play threats would be the key factor. And also, like I said, like for, for you, Malik Willis, that I just said for coastal Carolina, the key would be make Malik Willis beat you. But I will say this. I do think that this, the weakest position of the three for, for coastal, which I think all three defensively are good. All three levels, D line linebacker and defensive back. I think the weakest is defensive back. So I think there's opportunity for big plays if Willis doesn't turn the ball over. So just basically, and then the coaching edge, we know Jamie Chadwell, but he's doing an unbelievable job, but we don't know him. Like we know Hugh freeze. So does freeze have a coach? Can he dial up? Can he out coach him? We'll see. So, but yes, guys, we are the college experience. Make sure you subscribe uh, available on all platforms. You listen to podcast at, and uh, yeah, me and my two co-hosts that are normally here with me. We handicap every single division, one college football and college basketball game. Uh, I've been doing it for over four years. So each season we've been over 500 each fucking season, believe it or not. Um, and we've been way over 500 with our locks. So you want to, we give you all of that for free at sports podcast.com on a spreadsheet. We also tweet them out daily at Liberty basketball. You guys were money last year and looking pretty darn good this year. Uh, coastal Carolina as well. I picked them to a uh, kind of surprise in the sunbelt. And so far I'm looking pretty good with that. Um, so make sure you uh, check us out. We give you those picks for free. You got no excuses for free money. We've been way over 500 with our locks. If you were just to follow that, you would make extra income every year. That simple. So uh, look, we don't charge for picks. I don't ever want to be that guy. We won't charge for picks, but I will try to charge you for is your kindness. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. We'd certainly appreciate it because oftentimes sponsors have told us that that's, you know, a big deal in them deciding where they want to invest in. They want to see people engaged talking about the podcast they're about to invest in. So if you could do that, we'd certainly appreciate it. And as a token of our appreciation, if you do do that, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will enter you in a David Stern, like raffle where you're guaranteed a college experience t-shirt over the next few weeks. How about that? That's a fucking bargain right there. It's cold out there. All right. There's a virus going on. You need all the warmth you can get, get a fucking t-shirt. It'll warm you up. Some chick will probably think it's fucking cool. Give you a Hummer and a backseat of uh, your, your Chevy blazer, you know, boom, done all because your fucking t-shirt got to do it guys. All right. Um, this is the college experience. Actually, wait, I want to say, give me a follow at the Colby D give Patty C a follow at Patty C a three, one give NC Nick a follow at NC underscore N I C K. We're the three that make all those picks. And, uh, we are part of the sports gambling podcast. They're on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow and uh, what? Check out the Slack channel, sports gambling podcast. Boom. Done deal. All right, guys. Happy holidays. Hope everyone stays safe. Hope they have a, just a jolly old fucking time jumping around Christmas caroling. You know what I mean? Drinking whiskey. 
hanging out, you know, doing, do, living the good life. But uh, yes, this is the college experience. Liberty coastal Carolina style. Take the flames and flame on. <laughs> you better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.